Aloha. Welcome back to the Ghost Lore of Hawaii podcast. Tonight's episode is the conclusion to part one of The Lady and the Horse. If you haven't listened to episode 19, make sure to check that out before listening to this episode, or else it might not make sense. Just like taking a bite out of a burrito from the middle instead of one of the ends. Weird comparison. So enough chit-chat. I've been deep in my feels lately. Sensitive. Which translates into my writing. So I'm excited to share this ending with you all. So sit back. Get cozy next to the fire. And let's get into this. In the last episode, we left off with Uncle Billy sharing the heartbreaking story of his first and only real love, Eloise. Eloise was the only child of a wealthy couple from the mainland who recently moved to Hawaii to start a macadamia nut farm. Eloise had a strong bond with her horse Tucker and would spend her days riding and caring for the animal. Billy and Eloise quickly fell in love after crossing paths and planned to spend the rest of their lives together until a tragic accident left Eloise and her horse critically injured. Billy found his love bleeding and barely conscious and with the help of his own horse carried Eloise back to her family's home. Over the next few days, Eloise slipped in and out of consciousness. A doctor from the Hilo Hospital on the other side of the island traveled to the home, but there wasn't much he could do besides wait for the swelling in her brain to subside and hope for the best. In the moments she was conscious, Eloise called for Billy (laughs) sobbing when she'd realize he wasn't there before slipping back into unconsciousness. Billy tried visiting. Every morning, he'd stop by the home begging to see her, or at the very least, get an update on her prognosis. But each day, he was turned away. Not knowing her condition killed him inside. Eloise's father finally chased Billy off with a shotgun, threatening to have him arrested or killed if he ever showed up to the house again. Since Billy could not visit Eloise, he decided the next best thing was to head to their secret camping spot, 
They had so many happy memories at the secluded location. He felt it was the only place that would ease the pain of not knowing Eloise's condition. As he hopelessly trudged through the endless rows of macnut trees, he began to notice a horrid, putrid stench in the air. The smell only intensified the closer to the camping site he got, until the stench was unbearable. Billy realized he was in the area of Eloise's accident. Off to the side of the trail, he saw the dug-up ground where the pig that startled the horse had been feeding. As he slowly continued around a tree, he froze, discovering the source of the smell. Tucker's body. Billy had explained to Eloise's father where the accident had happened, that the horse was still alive, suffering, and someone needed to put it out of its misery. But the old man had quickly dismissed the notion. He blamed the beast of burden for the accident and intentionally left it to suffer. Furious, Billy sprinted back to Eloise's family home. He would set that old man straight and demand to see the love of his life, even if it killed him. Rage filled the teen as he pounded the door. Billy kept pounding until his temples throbbed and his knuckles began to bleed. Finally, the door slowly creaked open a few inches. But instead of Eloise's mother or father, a farmhand peeked through. I'm sorry, Mr. Billy. It was the middle-aged Filipino man who kept the barn and stables tidy. Billy liked the man. He always gave the boy a smile or a wink any time the two crossed paths. He'd even toss Billy a mountain apple or two, fresh from the trees on the property. Billy calmed down a bit, seeing that he had scared the kind man. How is she? And where's her father? You know he just wouldn't leave her horse out there to die? He knows how much she loved him, Tucker. Billy's anger began to rise again. The farmhand sheepishly apologized, staring down at the ground, but informed Billy the family was no longer there. Well, where are they? Did they take Ellie to the hospital in Hilo? No. The worker told Billy the parents had departed 
on the first ship that left for the mainland. What? Ellie can't travel? Oh, that man so lolo. Stupid. How did they even get her to the harbor? She can't be traveling in her condition. The old man stayed quiet, continuing to avoid eye contact. Do they have a doctor traveling with them at least? Or does this mean she's better? She must be better then, right? That's one long trip. Why wouldn't she say bye? Billy asked, voice beginning to tremble. The man remained silent. What? What do you have to say? Just tell me. But in the back of Billy's mind, he already knew. She died. I'm so sorry, Mr. Billy. The old man explained, five days after the accident, Eloise succumbed to her injuries. After Eloise's death, there was too much around the farm that reminded the parents of their daughter. They made immediate plans to leave, taking what they needed for the trip back, including Eloise's body, which was to be buried on the family estate. The rest of their belongings would be packed and shipped to the mainland at a later date. That's what the old Filipino man was in the process of doing when Billy began pounding on the door. The heartbroken teen dropped to his knees, sobbing. He had planned his future with Eloise, and now couldn't even visit her grave if he wanted to. The last thing she asked of him was to bury Tucker next to her own grave, but that wasn't even possible. Billy couldn't imagine going on without Eloise. The pain was too much. In that moment, he decided he would end his life at their secret rendezvous. But first, there was something he had to do. Billy got up off of his knees and headed back to his home. He grabbed a shovel, tarp, rope, and his horse and galloped back to Tucker's body. Billy spent the next several hours digging a large hole and with the help of his horse managed to pull Tucker's body into the grave and filled it. Well, as you can see, I never kill myself, Billy said to Randy as he finished his story. Whew, uh, wow, 
I cannot remember the last time I talked about any of this. Her parents just wanted to forget their time in Hawaii, so sold the land back to my family for cheap. The two sat in silence for several minutes. Randy had no clue about his landlord's tragic past. Billy was always a happy-go-lucky guy. It must have taken years to get over the loss, and maybe he still wasn't over it. He had never married or had any kids of his own. Then, a strange thought jumped into Randy's mind. Was Auntie Sally seeing the spirits of Eloise and Tucker, the horse? The scar on the face of the young woman was in the same spot Billy described Eloise's injury was from the fall. Did that mean when Sally was closest to death, she was able to see into the spirit world? Uncle, why do you think Auntie kept seeing Eloise's spirit before she went make die? They never know each other, Brandy asked. That's something I was wondering myself, boy. Once everything had been cleaned up after the wake, Billy gave his last condolences to Randy and his mom before leaving. Randy had never been in love, so couldn't imagine the pain Uncle Billy must have went through. Before drifting to sleep that night, one thought kept repeating in Randy's mind. Had the spirit of Eloise always been roaming the property? The next morning, Randy was awoken by Uncle Billy excitedly knocking at the door. (sighs) Morning, Uncle. How you doing? Randy, I figured it out. What, the Sudoku you was working on? Stop teasing me. No, the last thing Eloise told me was to bury Tucker next to her, yeah? She loved that horse so much, she wanted them to be together even after they died. But her parents wouldn't take her body to the mainland and just left the horse to rot. I'm pretty sure that's why your auntie kept seeing her. Eloise's spirit must have been showing herself to Sally, hoping she'd pass on the message. She still wants to be back with her horse. Oh, maybe. I'm going to bring Tucker's bones to the mainland and bury him next to her grave on the family property, just like she wished. Billy asked Randy if he could help dig up Tucker's bones. He was far too old to do the task on his own. The two spent the morning digging until they reached the tarp that covered Tucker's remains. Nothing was left 
but the horse's bones, which they meticulously collected and placed in a large crate strapped to the trailer that was hooked up to Billy's ATV. So, when you going mainland? Randy asked. Tomorrow. Billy did fly out the next day. He had his nephews on the mainland pick him and the large crate up from the airport. They drove several hours directly to the estate. No real plan in place, just a hope that whoever owned the property would allow them to fulfill a dying woman's last wish. They pulled up to the massive home and parked the vehicle. Billy hobbled to the front door and rang the doorbell. Oh, fancy. A man in his 60s answered the door. Hello. It turned out, in the years after Eloise's death, Her parents ended up having one more child, a son. Once they passed away, the estate transferred over to him, the man who was standing at the door. Billy explained he was an old friend of Eloise, the man's deceased sister, and was there to fulfill a promise a promise he hoped the brother could help with. He explained Eloise's dying request of being buried next to her horse. That hadn't been possible all those decades ago, but now hoped they could finally fulfill her wish. Oh, my parents mentioned how much my dear sister loved horses. They told me all kinds of stories of Eloise. Although I hadn't met her, I always felt like I knew her. Eloise's brother invited Billy and his nephews in for coffee. Come in, please. Nice to meet a friend of the family. My name is Tucker. Eloise's brother explained how much his parents loved and missed his sister, filling him in on her childhood adventures, almost as if she was a mythical figure. Although they never admitted it, he could tell they regretted some of the decisions made after her death, mainly fleeing Hawaii the way they did. Billy asked if Tucker knew the origins of his name. No, I guess I never really asked. I just figured it was a name that they liked and went with it. Billy informed Tucker he shared the same name 
as Eloise's horse and best friend. I guess it was only right they named you after the thing she loved more than anything else in the world. She loved that horse even more than me. After a cup of coffee, the group headed to the back of the property where a collection of headstones lay. It looked like the entire lineage had been buried at the site. Eloise's parents were buried next to her grandparents and great-grandparents. A row behind her parents' graves was Eloise's. Billy immediately shed a tear at the sight of her gravestone. After more than 60 years, he was finally able to say his goodbye to the love of his life. Then, Billy noticed something that took his breath away and really caused the tears to flow. Next to Eloise's grave was a large patch of ground left unoccupied. Her parents had saved a spot next to her grave for Tucker the horse. Oh, it makes sense. I always wondered why they left that spot open, her brother exclaimed, also realizing the intentions. In retrospect, one of Eloise's father's biggest regrets was leaving the poor horse to suffer. Billy wasn't able to pass on Eloise's request of being buried next to Tucker, but it turned out, during the last days of her life, she also mentioned it to her father. In their grief, however, her parents just wanted to leave the islands and all their pain behind. They had always planned on going back to Hawaii to retrieve the horse's remains, but never got the chance to. But now, thanks to Billy, the two would finally be reunited, just as Eloise had wished. Mahalo very much for joining me for the conclusion of The Lady and the Horse. As I mentioned in the intro to part one, this story was based on real experiences that happened to the late grandmother of a girl I dated. The elderly woman stayed with the family during her last days and began complaining of a female entity and a horse inside the home. A few months after her passing, 
The family brought up the odd visions to a neighbor who had lived in the area for decades. Shocked, he informed the family that many, many years prior, before most of the homes were even built, there was a woman who had the same type of bond with her horse. She suffered an accident and while on her deathbed, requested to be buried next to her horse. His descriptions of the woman matched up with what the grandmother kept seeing. The backstory with Eloise and Uncle Billy was purely fiction on my part. I don't think I've ever written a love story before. I hope it wasn't too cheesy. If you enjoyed this story, or any story found on Ghost Lore of Hawaii, please leave a rating and review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Reviews really help get the show in front of new listeners. Want more content? Head over to patreon.com slash ghostloreofhawaii or click the link in the show notes. For as little as the price of a cup of coffee per month, Members get access to early release episodes, bonus full-length and mini-episodes, free gifts, and a lot more. Do you have a story or topic you'd like covered on the podcast? You can email me at ghostlore.of.hawaii at gmail.com. Follow me on Instagram at ghostlore.of.hawaii. I post updates and useful information for the podcast, as well as stuff I find entertaining. Please continue to share your favorite episodes with your friends and family. If they don't have any of the listening apps like Repod or Spotify, they can listen for free at ghostloreofhawaii.com. Although I intend for all historical information to be as accurate as possible, I cannot always guarantee it will be. I make mistakes too. Please look into any topics you find interesting on your own. There's so much great information, I cannot always fit into one episode. Some names and locations may be altered for privacy's sake. Might be a little weird, like chewing your soup. (laughs) Like enjoying the feeling of hitting your funny bone. It'll be a little weird, like always starting a book at chapter (laughs) 5. It's kind of weird, like enjoying a burger, but always eating the bun last. (laughs) Stupid. (sighs) Oh, what? The Sudoku you was working on? That crossword puzzle for 12 year olds <laughs> the tiktok dance you was practicing <laughs> oh what the rules to minesweeper <laughs> what is wrong with me oh what you figured out the ending to sixth sense <laughs> six sixth sense the ending to sixth the sixth sense what sixth sixth sense sixth Sixth sense? Oh no.